0: welcome to the marketing solutions podcast i'm kelly smith i'm a wife a boy mama a marketing agency owner and a trusted marketing advisor to entrepreneurs just like you marketing is my mo and this podcast is the place to learn how to market your business with simplicity purpose and integrity you'll learn how to become a more profitable and happier business owner who feels confident hopeful and motivated to grow The thing is, professionalism as we know it is changing. What we talk about at work, how we represent our brands and our businesses, and how we show up in our marketing material has changed drastically in just a few short years. This is the place where we're going to learn how to navigate those waters together. How to market your business while staying true to your values. How to show up in your business in a way that feels really honest and right for you. Good marketing makes value visible, and in these episodes, you'll learn how to make visible the value that you provide for others so that you can achieve the kind of success that allows you to live your very best life on your own terms. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be talking about two issues that come up so frequently For service-based business owners. These are, in my experience, the two biggest reasons why service-based business owners don't generate more leads. I think these are really simple fixes that just require some focus and attention. And we're going to jump right in. So let's do it. The first issue that comes up most frequently is visibility, right? We think we've created these offerings, we have this service, we have this ability to help people, and we are excited about it. We're motivated about it. But we might be a little siloed in that nobody else knows about it. Nobody else can feel our excitement or understands what we do. And that's a visibility issue. So issue number one is visibility, right? Consider what your distribution channels are. How can people find you? Is that through social media? Is it through your blog or your podcast? Do you attend networking events? Do you use email marketing? There's a lot of different ways that you can leverage the internet or in-person or print even or digital ads. There's all sorts of different ways that you can build your visibility strategy The point is that people need to be able to know that you exist and how can people find you and know that you exist, right? So a fancy way of talking about increasing your visibility is called brand awareness. And brand awareness is simply a marketing term for what we call the top of the funnel. And so a quick explanation of the funnel or the customer journey is that at the top of the funnel, it's the widest part, This is where people come into contact with your brand. They might find you on social media. They might meet you at a conference or at a networking event. They might get your newsletter forwarded to them from a colleague. So think through how you're putting yourself out there so that people can find you. It's literally the introduction of your brand, right? Your brand awareness strategy is the first impression of your brand. So how people feel when they come into contact with your brand for the first time, that's a really powerful moment. And from a marketing perspective, we want to curate that with as much intention and purpose as possible. That's all part of your brand awareness strategy. And my team and I do that for our clients. We make sure that we have all of the moving parts in place so that our clients are easily found by the people whom they want to work with. So the visibility issue looks like this, right? Just to break it down for you. There are people out there who really want your help, right? They would pay to work with you. You really want to help these people, but they don't know you exist. And you may feel like nobody is looking for you because you are not seeing the inquiries fly in, right? That's a visibility issue. So, the other component to this is messaging and we'll talk about messaging in a moment, but visibility and messaging solve the problem of people not reaching out to you for, you know, a discovery call, for example. So, let's talk about visibility for just a moment cuz visibility can bring up all sorts of fears and doubts, especially If you're not used to becoming visible, right? If you're not a front of the house type of person, or if you're not one to be on stage, if you're more of a behind the scenes type of person, becoming visible is a real scary thing. So solo entrepreneurs usually are the ones that find the most trouble with this. Small businesses can kind of spread the visibility amongst the people in the company And so it doesn't feel like you're a one-man show. But I'm going to speak to solo entrepreneurs for a minute because many of the solo entrepreneurs that I've created marketing strategies for really need a pep talk around showing up in a photo or showing up in their brand, literally. And I recognize that that's a very hard thing to do. So I I want you to know I appreciate that. So if you're a solo entrepreneur, you might find that your brand is largely made up of you it's made up of your expertise and your knowledge so when you market your business you're largely marketing yourself right which can feel really weird and it brings up all sorts of uncomfortable thoughts if that's you know that you are in the majority right that that happens to the best of us but it's also something that can be overcome i want to just pan out for a second and look at this at the macro level as a culture we're conditioned not to self-promote, right? So it feels real uncomfortable when all of a sudden we're showing up on a Facebook Live promoting our offer. It feels totally uncomfortable. And we're taught not to think of or speak of ourselves with high regard because that's arrogant, right? Nobody wants to show up and sound arrogant. That talking about yourself with high regard is bragging, and nobody wants to be a self-promoting braggart. And so we have this insecurity and this self-consciousness about talking about ourselves as if we are the thing that's going to help somebody get to the next stage in their life or the next stage in their business. We have to speak highly about our brand. We have to speak highly about ourselves. Otherwise, who's going to hire us, right? So It's no wonder why we're worried about showing up on a video or showing up on social media. We're conditioned to stay quiet and to play small. And like my favorite is let the work speak for itself, right? That phrase, oh my word, it's such a loaded phrase. That phrase just keeps people hiding behind the narrative that conditions us to play small. It's the thing that tells us to stay quiet and keep your head down and get to work and it'll pay off. And yeah, it will. But at the same time, your work can't speak for itself if it has nobody to speak to, right? So build a big audience and then let the work speak to them, right? So I'm going to get off my soapbox here, but I just wanted to make that crystal clear, like, you're up against this social conditioning that says, don't be loud, don't self-promote, you're gonna sound arrogant, people will think less of you if you promote your business on social media. Like that's all come through in so many passive and direct ways. And it's just something to be aware of and give yourself some grace, right? It's becoming visible is a tricky thing and it's kind of a loaded issue. So, moving on from that, I just want to encourage you and remind you that your brand awareness strategy, the the visibility plan that you come up with, that allows people to see what it's like to work with you and shows what could be possible for them. So, Your offerings have real value and your ideal clients are ready to work with you, but they need to know where to find you. They need to know that you exist, right? And just one more thing on this is that there are people out there who dream of living a life that has been influenced and affected by your work. The desire to reach those people has to supersede your fear and worry and insecurity about marketing and becoming visible. So your desire to want to grow your business and work with more people and level up your own skills has to exceed your fear of being seen, right? No one can grow a business in secret. And you can't grow a business without sharing the facts about how you help people or what it's like to work with you or the results that people get when they work with you, right? So keep that in mind. Your marketing material can be largely fact-based. Try and think of your marketing material as facts that you're sharing with people so that they can make an educated decision about whether or not to move forward with you. And we'll talk about that in this messaging segment here in just a second. But I just want to Share like that's your pep talk on becoming visible, right? Overcoming the self-doubt and insecurity around putting yourself out there and letting yourself be seen, that's step one, right? That's step one. You got to be able to become visible and let people in. Okay. So now let's talk about messaging, right? The messaging issue might look like this. I post to social media regularly. I send out my monthly email newsletter. I write my monthly blog post, but I'm not getting any leads. Nobody's calling, okay? So if that's the case where you feel like you're doing all of the things and it's not paying off, it could be the case that you've established your distribution channels, but the content that you're putting on those distribution channels may not be resonating with the people who are seeing them, right? And that's that's a messaging issue. So here's the story for you. This is a client story. I provided a marketing strategy plan for a woman who is a life coach, okay? And this woman helps other women through a very specific life change, okay? And when we reviewed her existing material, I noticed that she was talking to her ideal clients as if they were in the middle of their journey in the middle of the buffet line if you will right they'd already loaded up part of their plate they were continuing to load up more of their plate but they weren't necessarily to the end of the line yet they were in the middle of their journey and so i suggested that she change her messaging ever so slightly so that she was addressing these women as if they were at the beginning of their journey right what would that look like and as if they were just getting their plate at the beginning of the buffet line, for example. So how you talk to somebody at the beginning of their journey is a lot different than how you talk to them when they're in the middle of their journey. And so it makes a world of difference when you understand where people are in their lives, when you can understand like the macro view of their life and what they're up against and what thoughts might be going through their head at that moment in time. And oftentimes, like, starting is the hardest part. So in the case of this particular client, like, she's showing up now in her messaging witnessing and encouraging and supporting. And if somebody sees this encouragement and support and can Validate the courage and bear witness to the fact that you're embarking on something new. How much more validated and seen and heard do they feel? So, that is one type of small messaging pivot that can make all the difference in the world, right? It makes all the difference in the world. And you have likely been a recipient of this at some point in time. Right. And memes are really good examples of this, right? The reason that memes become viral is because they resonate with a certain group of people very deeply, because it could be the most mundane, everyday thing, but it's exactly spot on, right? And so we want our ideal clients to see our marketing material and think, oh, that is exactly spot on. That's exactly where I'm at right now. So keep that in mind as you create your marketing content. And another thing that we're going to talk about with regard to good messaging is how it applies to your differentiation, right? So your story is your biggest differentiator. People talk about differentiation and differentiation strategies all the time, And there is some science to that. But the biggest differentiator you have working in your favor is your story. Why you do what you do, who you serve, and why, what drives you. These are the factors that move people to hire you rather than somebody else. They're your biggest points of differentiation. And nobody can compete with that, right? So you might be in a saturated market, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but what got you to this point and why you keep going are two things that nobody else has, right? Nobody else in your industry has. So there is zero competition when it comes to your story. And the main reason why people choose to work with you is why you do what you do and why you keep showing up. So in my strategy session, we spend a significant amount of time talking about the reasons why you started your business and what you did before entrepreneurship and what your intentions are for the future growth that you're looking for and why this line of work matters to you and why your ideal clients matter to you and more, right? We get into the nitty-gritty of why you started your business and what's going to keep you going. And more often than not, there's so much more below the surface, right? There's so much more below the surface. And a lot of my strategy session clients get emotional at some point because it's personal, right? And it can be really therapeutic for people to talk through these reasons. And it's always inspiring, right? It's always a really inspiring moment. But these particular clients, they always feel motivated and excited and renewed and confident because they see how their story plays such a big part in their future success. So leverage where you've come from. Leverage what you've been through and why you do what you do. This is a key component to a really successful marketing plan. So aside from your story, think through the deliverables of working with you. Right what would somebody expect to feel how should they expect to behave in the world after working with you what's the impact that your work will leave and think through the deliverables then of what it is to work with you post about that you can create content about that you can create content around the objections that your future clients might have why wouldn't they hire you speak to that think through what their worries are, what their fears are, what their doubts are, and address those in your marketing material. Those are all really great content ideas. And something that I teach my clients to do is to address their objections head on, right? Before they can even get on the phone and ask you in person, put it in a social media post, put it in your email newsletter. Is it price? Is it time? is it the commitment to have to go through an emotional roller coaster with you? I work with coaches, I work with real estate agents and like they help people through big life changes. And sometimes people don't necessarily want to tap into the part of them that they have to tap into in order to make that big change that they really truly want, right? And so the objection to, you know, having to dig deep is real, right? And so help your clients get through that mental uncertainty, right? You you can speak to that and you can speak to how you help them through that, right? So the most important part of your strategy is your message. You got to get that piece of it right first. And so I hope those little nuggets help you as you think through creating your next pieces of content. Okay, Let's talk about differentiation for a minute. And if you are one who is in a saturated market, especially, this is for you. Okay, so I've worked with a lot of different real estate agents and none of their marketing strategies are even similar, to be perfectly honest with you. They might be in the same market, but because they have different reasons for being in business and they have different motivators and different past experiences and education, their marketing material is very different from one another. So they may have similar distribution, right? Keeping that in mind, they might use Instagram. Everybody might use Instagram. They might all use Pinterest. They might all use email marketing. But the way that people feel about working with them and why people would choose to work with them is completely different. Why? Because they have different strengths, right? So one agent that I've worked with, she had a background in merchandising and customer service. Her whole brand was based on the experience that her ideal clients would have when working with her in buying or selling a home, right she just made the experience of buying and selling a home one of the most enjoyable and best experiences of their life and she really prided herself on that and you know how the property was marketed and what it looked like and you know she drew on her merchandising background Another client is a financial whiz and can speak to really complex investment strategies and that is a big draw for his ideal clients. He wants to work with people who value that expertise and that knowledge base and his decades of experience, you know, working in these financial investment type situations. So, both of these agents can write up a purchase and sale agreement, yeah? right? They can both do the transactional work that takes place through the buying and selling of a property, but how they get to the point of writing up the purchase and sale agreement is totally different. So keep that in mind. Your story, your background, your education, the purpose for doing business, your intentions for building your business— Those all speak to your differentiation. And if you're in a saturated market, just remember, nobody can do what you do in the way that you do it, right? And take pride in that. And that's what you need to market. Keep your blinders on. Don't look from left to right, right? Stay in your lane and do what only you can do. Control what's within your control, okay? So one final thing on messaging before we wrap up is that a confused audience doesn't buy because an unclear message doesn't convert, right? It's your job as their fearless leader to explain your area of expertise in a way that they can understand so that they can apply it in their life in a meaningful way. So skip the jargon, break down the complex ideas into what they really mean and why they really matter right? How you solve problems, for example. And if you have ever tried to explain your expertise to your children or to your parents, maybe, or to non-industry related friends, like, you know that folks that have no idea about your line of work are great people to test your messaging on, right? Because it makes you break down all those complex ideas into the most basic level of understanding. And it really tests whether or not you know your own stuff, right? If I explain brand awareness strategy to my six-year-old, I got to break it down into its finest parts, right? And it just helps me get more and more clear on my area of expertise. So your family may not be your ideal clients, but they can certainly, certainly show you where you're relying on industry jargon or tribal knowledge to explain a concept. So just remember that a confused audience doesn't buy because an unclear message doesn't convert. So make sure that your messaging is crystal clear. Address the key points that I shared earlier in this episode, and that will really serve you well as you build your business and create thoughtful, intentional marketing material. Okay? So in summary, the two factors that Could be getting in your way of bringing in more leads are visibility, right? Your distribution channels for bringing your free, valuable problem-solving content to your ideal audience and messaging what you share on those platforms. So if you would like specific customized help putting together a visibility plan, or if you want to put it in fancy marketing language, if you want a brand awareness strategy or if you would like some help developing your messaging and creating the content plan around what you should be sharing, reach out to me. You can send me an email at info at willowandoaksolutions.com and we can set up a consultation to give you some tips that you can apply immediately in your business because I'm all about free advice. (laughs) And if you're a good fit for a strategy session, we could talk about that too. So your homework for today is that you think through your pipeline. Do you have the amount of consultations on the calendar? Do you have the amount of leads? Do you have the prospects that you had hoped for? And if not, if you're looking for more or different prospects than you have, then review the ways that your audience is able to find you, right? Think through what that visibility plan looks like and Think through that through the eyes of your ideal clients. Is it hard for them to find you, or are you showing up on platforms where they're already hanging out? There are plenty of statistics on this. If you Google the market stats for your ideal clients, you will find pages and pages of statistics. Next, consider your messaging and how it could be improved. How could your messaging be improved so that it resonates with more of the people that you'd like to work with? Okay, thanks for your time today. If you found this useful, I would hope that you would consider letting me know in the reviews, or if you would give it a five-star rating, I would greatly appreciate it. I hope that you have a wonderful day, and we will chat soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. It's my goal that each episode will move the needle for you in some way, that you'll get exactly what you need right when you need it. So if you loved it, and I sure hope that you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leave a review. And if today's episode or this podcast is valuable to you, there's likely someone that you know who might also get some value out of it as well. So send it their way. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for being here.